0: In a world of remakes, reboots, and really bad films, two voice actors
1: set out to restore light to the darkness. Get ready for
0: Mockbusters. But just one second, this is a comedy podcast. In each episode, our dynamic duo will be given a random genre, some film titles, and just a few short hours to put together the ultimate trailer for their creation. But by gosh,
1: there's a twist. They'll also be receiving wild and wacky demands from their executive
2: producers, which they are contractually obliged to abide by. So will their movie be thrown out as trailer trash or awarded the prestigious title of Mockbuster? Please welcome your hosts, Jack Ayres and
1: Matthew Bidoff. Hello and welcome to Mockbuster's Season 2, Episode 4, and this week things are getting wild. Oh, I like what you did there. Yeah, that was, that was clever. <laughs> Completely fucking jumped the gun, no. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we always we always piss about at the beginning. I felt like this time, let's just get to the heart of the issue. Let's get to the centre of this jungle, baby. All right, well, in case anyone hadn't figured the clue out <laughs> this time, I guess let's immediately hear from our guest judge this week with what our genre is.
3: I'm Nimmo Dedra and my topic this week is wildlife documentaries. Wow,
4: what (laughs) What a a surprise.
1: surprise. You know what, I just, I think I miss being able to reveal the genre myself. Right. I wanted to take that back and steal the pleasure from from the guest judge. It couldn't handle someone else having a bit of attention. It could have been something else. Uh, it could have been Guns and Roses themed. There was Jungle and there was Wild. Guns and Roses themed? You know, welcome to the jungle. How many Guns and Roses films are there out there? You go on Netflix, you know, what are you in the mood for tonight, babe? Oh, let's stick a Guns N' Roses on, shall we? There's there's loads of selection. I love a Guns N' Roses film at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Hallmark Christmas yeah. films. Oh, you got the Guns N' Roses Christmas. We all films. Uh,
5: tuck ourselves up in, into bed by a nice warm fire. We we
1: we we sleep through the night and we wake up early in the morning and wonder if Slash has been. <laughs> Just imagine, like, waking up at 6 a.m. to Axl Rose going,
2: You know where you are! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into Christmas! You know where you are!
1: <laughs> when do you think Axl Rose figured out that was his voice? Like, he was in singing class one day and was just kind of singing normally and then, like, I don't know, like, stubbed his toe and like, like, ah! and was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. with. That's that's my sound, I think. Ah! Yeah, someone dropped a Glockenspiel on his big toe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so wildlife documentaries. Yes. I think we all have seen at least one uh, obviously, the big name here would be Sir David Attenborough. Yes. So this is a genre that I would say is typically more attributed to TV yeah. releases, but we have had some big cinematic hitters. Probably one of the more famous ones, March of the Penguins. Yeah. We've, we've obviously got the, um, the true life animal biopic Cats and Dogs. Yes, um, yes. Where, yeah, Toby Maguire does actually go undercover as a dog to sort of, you know, really yeah, explore... Yeah you know, what is going on in, in in the sort of hierarchical feuds between beagles and long-haired white yeah. cats. And then, of course, he did that um, insect documentary, Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, well, it's one thing having a bloody good genre to work with, but we need some bloody good titles we as well. You know, we're, we're on episode four of season two and we have finally gotten our yep. act together <laughs> and we have some listener <laughs> suggestions this week. Oh, it's bloody exciting. We're so organised, yeah, and we've actually we've we've been snowed under with some great stuff this week as well. Do you know what we've gone we've gone three whole episodes without any audience suggestions? Now we've got a plethora. I say let's fuck the plot device off and let's just go with go with audience suggestions. Okay, so week. we're having all the audi- what a coup! Plot device is out, and you, the listener, are in. Okay, so what do we have? Number one, why do I hate this? <laughs> why do I hate this? And uh this was sent in by Meredith Lewis, good why friend Meredith Lewis, this? and she's even given it a little preface subtitle, and she explains that why do I hate this is <laughs> is a documentary explaining why I hate certain types of animals. <laughs>
0: I really like that. Why do I hate? Why do this? I hate
1: this? Title number two: beating around the bush. Beating around the bush. Oh, beating my around God. the bush, and that was sent in by Mr. Jack Bostock. Thank you, Sir Bostock. Very good. Number three is "Prowls for a Pound." Ooh. By Samzy Joe. Thank you, Samzy. Number four is "Last Flight of the Dodo." <gasps> By Finn Barverell, Of course, impossible to film on account that they don't exist anymore. Yeah, because all the other things we've created over the last... (laughs) Listen, listen, (laughs) I'm a stickler for realism, (laughs) Jack, you know this. Okay, title number five, Welcome to Planet Girth. Oh my god. Welcome to Planet Girth. Yeah, yeah. And the subtitle is... uh, Well, not subtitle, but the explanation that was given was... Lions, penguins, giraffes and cobras, all fascinating animals, but which has the fattest penis? (laughs) And that, that was sent in by Mr. Simon Thompson. (laughs) Thank you very much, Simon. We've got two from the same person here. I've given him two because they were very good. There were lots of other people that have sent in, by the way, as well. I've just picked the ones that are most relevant to wildlife. Okay. There's others that will be coming in the coming weeks, some real great ones. So we've had two in from Dave McSparren, who you may remember wrote in with the Babe sequel in season one. I remember fondly. So his first title, title number six, is The Tiger That Came... Yeah, it's just the tiger that came. Fox, <laughs> sake. <laughs> of course. His second title is fish with no eye. I'm not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, Matt, is that your phone ringing?
5: Just my phone. Yep. Right. Hello. Bonjour.
1: Oh, bonjour.
5: Allô. C'est moi.
1: I beg your pardon.
5: Allô, c'est moi. Uh. Bonjour, it's me. Who? Who are you? Jacques Cousteau.
1: Jacques Cousteau?
5: (laughs) It's me, famous oceanographer and wildlife expert Jacques Cousteau. As you can hear from the background noise, I am on my submarine.
1: (laughs) You fucking bastard. Yep.
5: (laughs) And I have uh, a most important uh, assignment for you, Matthew. Uh Uh-huh. As you know... I am famous for uh, my undersea uh, expedition. So, what I want you to do is the complete opposite of this. (laughs) I want you to uh, explore the wildlife, the flora, and the fauna that is available in one of the most dangerous and uh, exotic locations of all the world. Mm -hmm. It is in... uh, your wildlife documentary is in uh London.
1: London, a London wildlife documentary.
5: I want you to explore the uh the, the creatures that can be found on uh the, the dangers of the Thames, mm-hmm. the uh treachery of the underground. Any creature. I, I mean human, I mean pigeon, I mean squirrel. I mean okay. fox I can be whatever pests. you like.
1: Pests basically. <laughs> I'm doing a wildlife documentary <laughs> on pests and vermin.
5: Well, uh if you can find it in London, uh then then uh what whatever ever you like.
1: Right, so uh, I can't just go to London Zoo and <laughs> do it there. I,
5: I am not stopping you.
1: Okay. Okay.
5: As long as it is uh is uh <laughs> London centric. And, uh, oh no, I have a leak in my submarine.
1: <laughs> you should probably fix that, mate.
5: Oh no, it's a very loud leak.
1: <laughs> oh dear, a this very... sounds very complicated.
5: Yes, it does. Is that a whale? Rain.
1: Is that a whale that's just entered
5: the submarine? Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a whale, and it's also, uh, it's, <laughs> it's also Sebastian the Crab from <laughs> The Little Mermaid in the background. Is he singing a song
1: that's not from The Little Mermaid? Because we won't be able to get clearance on that.
5: He's singing Sia Chandelier. (laughs) Alright,
1: I'm going to hang up before he starts doing that. I don't want to hear
5: it. I want to swing from the chandelier.
1: I thought you said it was Sebastian singing
2: it. I've forgotten what it sounds like. I want to swing from the chandelier, Ariel. (laughs)
1: All right. well, I'm hanging up anyway. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> Fucking hellfire. <laughs> oh, Jack, I, I think your phone's ringing. Ooh, a phone call. Okay, I'm answering it now. Hello? Hello,
6: Jack. Is this who I think it is? It probably is exactly who you think it is. Is it Sir David? Santan Day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, it's me. Sir David Attenborough.
1: Okay. well, I thought I had an inkling we might be hearing from you today. Yes,
6: yes, well, considering you didn't do it, I felt (laughs) I probably should. So I'm I'm going to be very quick. I've I've got lots to be doing. I'm a very busy man. Uh, So busy, in fact, that I, I can't be held accountable for all wildlife documentaries. I simply don't have the time. So I'm entrusting you to make whatever you want. You have... All the budget you could ever ask for. Explorations of the most amazing creatures all across the globe. However, when I was doing the budget, I forgot to account for sound equipment. And so, I've called in a favour from my very good friend Owen Wilson. (laughs) And Owen, bless him, is going to voice all of the creatures within your documentary. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, so let, let me get this straight. We're going to film this incredible world globetrotting, yes. incredible. Uh, you know, natural adventure, uh-huh. but there's no microphone the entire time, so we're dubbing it in yes. post with Owen Wilson. Yes, because
6: Owen Wilson owes me a favour, and so, uh, yes. Do you know <laughs> and- how expensive sound equipment is, Jack? It's very expensive
1: probably less expensive than having owen wilson dub it owen wilson
6: owes me a very large favor
1: (laughs) i do i even want to ask about that absolutely not Uh, and so is it only owen wilson just owen wilson can i call in some of my favors uh no
6: (laughs) no i can't
2: (laughs) no i can't (laughs) Absolutely um, not. No,
6: well. we we only have insurance for Owen Wilson. <laughs> so you got you got
1: insurance to dive deep below the North Pole to to climb um, into volcanoes. Yes. But you can't insure more than Owen Wilson. Exactly.
6: Do you know how much it costs to insure a deep dive into a volcano?
1: He's a very risky prospect, Owen Wilson. He's constantly doing very dangerous things.
6: Exactly. He's very unpredictable. But um. I, I can't wait to hear how his voice is utilised uh, to to bring these animals to life.
1: Okay, amazing. And just to just to clarify, though, he's doing the voices of the animals. Yes, all the creatures, okay. every creature. All the creatures. Yes. All the creatures. Okay, great, great, great. I, yeah, I can I can work with that. I can work with that. I'll call in some of my favours on the narration instead.
6: I will allow you one narrator, and that is all. <laughs> okay. And it okay. can't be me. It can't be me. It can't be you. I'm so busy. Jack, I'm so busy. I We're haven't so... even watched The Queen's Gambit yet.
1: Okay, well thank you very much David. Um I'll 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 get to dubbing. I'll okay. get to dubbing.
6: Ta ta. Ta
2: ta.
1: Okay. Wow. I think we'll be hearing a lot of that word soon. <laughs> yep. Very good. So, uh, we've got everything we need. Let's make these bloody documentaries. So, with the power of editing, I will see you in just a few short seconds. <laughs> Welcome back to season two, episode four of Mockbusters. How did you get on with your wild adventure, Matt? Oh, I've I've got a treat for you, mate. When you say a treat for me, do you mean something like specifically that I will like, or just you know that it's that good that everyone will like it? Just a just a bit of a callback to uh, earlier on in the episode, basically. Oh wow. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to that then. Okay, how about how about you? How did you get along? I have. An experience for you, whether it's a positive or negative experience, I cannot say as of yet, but I think I've embraced everything that my producer wanted me to do. Okay, good, good, good. Of course, it's not just the executive producers we're trying to please this week. Of course, we have our guest, Judge, and this week we are joined by a very special guest. It is actor, comedian, presenter, and host of the BBC Radio Asian Network podcast. But where are you really from? It's Dedra That
3: Hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for that intro. That was well good. I didn't realise I'd done so much stuff.
1: I know. Look at you with your <laughs> career. <laughs> <laughs> Nim, I'm really, really happy to have you on for two reasons. A, because it's been far too long. Uh, but part two, Jack has now had two Welsh judges on the show. This is... Is the first time I've got someone from the East Midlands on. Yeah,
3: so... proper representing East Midlands.
1: Yeah, mate. I feel like things are stacked slightly against me. Is this what it felt like
2: before? <laughs> before that. Yeah, Matt?
1: yeah. When you is. had this... the Welsh
3: judges, yeah. Yeah,
1: you've yeah, exactly. got these kind of regional loyalties that, you know, they might not be apparent on the surface all the time, but, you know, they're always there, aren't they? I'm going to try and
3: be as fair as I can. I'm going to try and be equally judging you but he has got a bit of an edge.
1: Yes, that's what I like to so hear. <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's nice to admit it. <laughs> exactly. Um tell us a bit about but where are you really from?
3: Oh, cheers. Yeah, so um it's a podcast on BBC Sounds that's available and we've we've just finished series 2 so it's all just come out. And they just it's just sort of like talking about where you're from because as um not necessarily just an Asian but you know um loads of different cultures and different um nationalities always get like you know say where are you from? And then if I say I'm from Loughborough, people are like, Look, where are you really from? So it's sort of that idea of just yeah, messing yeah. around with it. The whole idea that I am from here, but then obviously I've got like this different background. So yeah. sometimes you've got like this brown meter to compete against, you know, like, oh, you know, oh I can't, As I'm one of the only brown people who've got a dog, let alone having two dogs. I'm with a wow. white guy. I'm like marrying a white man. And it's just like, but I do, I speak Gujarati and I love cooking curry. Like, it's just, but it's not, it's the high, whole idea that you don't have to be this, you don't have to tick all these different brown boxes, you know, to be Asian. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but also oh, I'm from here and I love fish and chips and that doesn't mean to sound stupid. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and, it is, and I feel like I'm super British, but I've just got these really great um, highlights of being Asian as well. So it's that's just my particular story but everyone's got totally different ones so it's really cool to listen to because there's not you just realize everyone's experiences are totally different yeah exactly so if anything I know it doesn't sound quite funny right now but it is supposed to be <laughs> just a funny podcast but we kind of yeah. take the piss out of all of that stuff and we just sort of realize how stupid it is but then we also tell embarrassing stories about um what it was like sort of growing up with a sort of a different sort of background because you know, yeah. for example, like I remember when I was at school and stuff and this kid was just like, um, was um try- couldn't open its satsuma and I was like, came home and I was pissing myself to my mum. I was like, this kid called it a satsuma and I had to go to him. It's a sun through like that. And I was so <laughs> smug about it. I was like, duh, it's a santru, like that. And all my mates are just looking at me like really weird, but I thought they were looking at the guy who said satsuma. I thought they were sort of like on my side. And I didn't realise that I was just sort of like speaking Gujarati in like at school thinking it was an English word. And it was just so embarrassing afterwards when my mum's like, nah, nah, that's <laughs> that's a Gujarati word. I was like, for God's sake, like it's such a weird mixture of stuff. Like um, for years, my mum always said... um. Like, you know, you'd go to the Teter, And I thought that was a Gujarati word for the cinema or going to the theatre. And only as I realised afterwards, she's trying to say theatre, but oh she'd God. say te- teter And then, so she was like, and I only noticed that once because she was on the phone to a relative and go, oh, yeah, no, Nimi's fine. She's just doing her musical tether course. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is funny. Like, it's it's cool. Like, that's the whole, like, whole idea of us just taking the mic and just, laughing about like our our upbringings i guess
1: <laughs> so nim you chose wildlife documentary this week uh, for, a, for the very loose reason of you've got a new puppy
3: i have i've got a new puppy her name's puddles um <laughs> she leaves them all around the house <laughs> and uh i've got um a, a, she's com- accompanying our other dog because um she's more of a dog dog or older dog her name's P- pickles so okay. as a pair I've I'm, I've actually, since having them both, turned pescatarian. I'm trying to cut down on everything and trying to end up being vegetarian because they've actually, I like animals so much more than I ever thought, especially because as a kid, I was terrified of them, you know. Really? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was so scared of animals, but I love them. So like, um, you just never know. You know, when you see a dog, you're like, oh, it's really cute, but I never wanted to go up to it in case it was going to bite me and still, yeah, I just didn't yeah. understand dog language. And now I know that when the tail's wagging and they jump up at you, it means they're excited rather than I'm going to, rip your throat out sort of thing so yeah
1: <laughs> um and obviously aside from dogs uh yes. wildlife documentaries in general is it is it something you're a big fan of like david attenborough that yeah. sort of thing
3: you know what it's always something that we got force-fed to watch by my dad growing up and we used to hate it but then every now and then like as you get older and you're hung over on a sunday and you're watching telly with the family mm-hmm. and a wildlife documentary comes on you do quite kind of get into it you know they're like mm. ah lovely lioness fiona is roaming <laughs> through trying to find a mate and then you're like oh all right okay go on fiona but um <laughs> eventually like i started being like um so i did start enjoying them a lot more like in adult life
1: so nim before you joined us uh, of course we knew we were going to be recording a wildlife documentary well two wildlife documentary trailers for you this week but we also had some titles to choose from so Jack, would you like to tell Nim what our lovely audience suggestions were this week? Number one was, why do I hate this? (laughs) Why do I hate this? Which was prefaced with the idea that it's a documentary about why you hate certain types of animals. Right. (laughs) Title number two was beating around the bush.
3: Oh, lovely, lovely.
1: (laughs) Title number three was prowls for a pound. Oh. Title number four was Last Flight of the Dodo.
3: Did they ever fly?
1: <laughs> I uh, never know. <laughs> <laughs> if they did, if it was the last flight and they can't fly, then we find out why they've gone extinct, haven't we?
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. In
1: brackets, it's, it's first and last <laughs> flight uh, <first> of <laughs> the <laughs> dodo. Brilliant. <laughs> like all the dodos went extinct. Like, Lads, we've got wings. Do you, reckon, do you reckon if we jumped off this cliff, we'd do it? Should we do it? <laughs> Like a heap of
3: ostriches, (laughs) just—that's what I can imagine. I don't know what they look like. I just imagine ostriches. Sorry, carry on.
1: (laughs) Title number five. This is a crude one. Planet Girth.
3: Oh, excellent.
1: Planet Girth. (laughs) Title number six. The tiger that came. Yes, just the tiger that came. (laughs) Horrible.
2: Your filth.
1: Brilliant. Title number seven. Fish with no eye. I'm not a joke. Fish with no one. eye. I'm not a joke. So, Nim, out of all of those, are there any titles that are jumping out at you that y- you're intrigued by?
3: I I really like um the the dodo one.
1: Yeah, last oh, flight of the dodo. Yeah,
3: and um I do I do like the design of the game as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do like the one that makes you think that you hate other animals because there are certain Excellent. animals that are such dickheads, aren't they? You just think, oh fuck off. <laughs> penguins. No one really likes a penguin. I'm joking, Peng- no, yeah, they're like cute. That was <laughs> no, not what I
2: thought penguins. you were going with that.
3: <laughs> no, penguins are cute, but they're supposed to be a bird, and you're like, what?
1: <laughs> Fly, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought what? you were going to say a wasp or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, penguins. That's true,
3: everyone hates wasps. That's true. And yeah. Dragonflies, <laughs> what bunch of dicks.
1: <laughs> but on top of the titles, we also had our executive producers giving us a call this week. So cool. I had a phone call from French... F- documentarian, I think he was. Uh, oceanographer. Oceanographer, that was uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, French oceanographer, Jacques Cousteau, <laughs> who, of despite course. his expertise in marine biology, he wanted me to make my documentary about all the wildlife in London. Mm-hmm. So specifically mm-hmm. saying that I, I can venture uh, along the Thames, on the underground, the parks, the greens, just the general animals and creatures I might find Uh, in the capital city
3: that are rife on the underground exactly
1: exactly and then jack you had a call from the legend himself didn't you i did old dave david attenborough gave me a call Uh, basically he he explained that we don't have any sound budget but (laughs) what we do have is owen wilson Oh, oh uh, wow! Actor Owen Wilson, who is going to be performing and dubbing all of the creature sounds, uh, throughout the entire trailer. I love. I just love Nim's reaction there. I. I don't <laughs> think you meant to do it, Nim. But as soon as Jack revealed it was Owen Wilson, you went, oh, wow. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: oh, well, wow. it bodes well for me that you at least are familiar with Owen Wilson. <laughs> Imagine. Otherwise, I would be in real trouble. Imagine if Nimby at man. went, who's Owen Wilson?
3: Oh, who's my that? God, yeah. No, I'm very familiar with his work. I'm looking forward to this. This sounds very exciting. Excellent. Okay. Seeing as um, I've been living in London for quite some time and have not been out to explore it for quite some time, I wouldn't mind seeing what the wildlife's like in London.
0: Oh, Nem, you've you've made a smart choice. (laughs) All right, I'm Danny Dyer, actor, presenter, all-round fucking geezer. In my previous documentaries, I tracked down and talked with some of the hardest blokes in the country. Well, now I've drawn my attention to nature. I'll be taking an in-depth look at some of London's creatures and critters and answering the question... Why do I hate this? It's a wildlife documentary like never before. We'll start with mice. Fucking everywhere, ain't they? They just shit all over the gaff and proper take the piss out of ya. Next. A candid expose on all the dirty bastards plaguing the streets of this cesspit city. Rats are just mice on smack. I do feel sorry for them in a way because they don't have opposable thumbs. If we didn't have thumbs, we could never enjoy eating a sandwich. Danny Dyer's got a hot take on everything on four legs. Next, foxes. Get out of my fucking bins you little orange slag Or wings Next up we have the humble pigeon Or as I like to call it The flying rat If the body is a temple A pigeon's is a fucking windowless shed They will eat any old shit whether they've been lobbed some stale bread by a coffin dodger or if they've nicked it off a toddler. A group of pigeons nicked off with my Greg sausage roll once and it pissed me off so much that I've had my friend Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses write a song about it.
2: You know where you are? You're in the London, baby! Central Line! Let me tell pigeons! Walking through the city, what do I hate about that? Those goddamn pigeons, hey? it! Fly flying
0: rats! You better get the hell away from my sausage roll, bitch! But above all, it's an hour and a half of Danny Dyer just talking any old bollocks. Well, I brought myself to a lovely pond, not a duck in sight. Maybe they were shy. Or maybe they was arrogant pricks. It will shock you. Shh. Now look here. I've left some food out for a cute cat I saw earlier. And now look at this fucking hedgehog trying to steal it all. Fuck off out of it, you spiky tart. Oh, shit, I've got spiky me, trainers. Coming soon. Why have we got parakeets in London? Not even exotic. Just Tory pigeons in the end, didn't they? Chirping away, little green feathery melts. Why do I hate this? Danny Dyer on London's wildlife.
3: Oh my god!
1: That- oh, so for a bit of context, Nim uh, Axel Rose appeared earlier on in okay. the podcast, out of the blue. <laughs> so that's why he's in there. It's to be honest, it's just as good standalone. The Axl Rose song, it. it doesn't really take any explanation.
3: I can't believe how much has gone into that. That was just insane. And I like the mention of the parakeets Thank as you. well, because I thought I was hallucinating the one day I saw, seen them like years ago. I was like, what?
1: Yeah, like, what's, what's that yeah, about? I've only,
3: ever se- I've only seen them like one time and that was it. It's
1: just bizarre, isn't it? Like this exotic <clears throat> bird just out in the wild yeah. in London. Seems just so see out here. of place. What was amazing about that was, although it was obviously mental, I could see it being commissioned. Yeah. I could see Danny Dyer being, you know, them going like, Danny, do you want to do a nature show? And him being like, yeah, all go right. On, yeah,
3: fucking go on.
1: Yeah, f- yeah so, fuck yeah, it. Go on then.
3: Did you guys, did you do all those impressions? Yeah,
1: that's all me. That's that's, that's, that's all insane. me. That's insane. Thank you.
3: Thank- that is insane. That was so good. I really fucking well love Well done, Lem, You've I-
1: picked up on the soul-selling point <laughs> of this entire
3: <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just... But I just couldn't get over it because there were so many different... I didn't realise your voice could go so high. Oh, thank you. Thank wow, you. I didn't know mental. I had to do Axl
1: Rose till yesterday. So
3: Fantastic. You
1: got a bit of a sore voice today then, Yeah, yeah. It helps doing Danny Dyer because he's got quite a low kind of bit of a raspy to it. So I just did a couple of takes of Axl Rose, shredded my voice to bits, and boom, I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're well, getting into specifics of things, Matt. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What was it you called the hedgehog? Uh, spiky, <laughs> spiky little tart. Tarts. Spiky little tart. Yeah, that's what Danny Dyer <laughs> called that hedgehog, that he then swiftly booted through a window.
3: Oh man, there was so much abuse in there. I flippin' loved it. <laughs> uh,
1: Danny didn't um didn't take any foray into the Thames, did he? Yeah, yeah. He um we gave him diving equipment um you know to protect himself from the absolute horrors of of the River Thames. Yeah. But he just went in stark bollock naked, um, and he was adamant is that he was going to find some kind of fish uh, and just level it. Like, he, he had fury in his eyes. He, he was going to smack a fish. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, he, he took one dive in uh, and immediately swallowed a syringe. So, um, oh. obviously, we had to quickly rush him to hospital.
3: How's he doing now?
1: Yeah, he's doing fine now. He's still he's still adamant that he's he's on the road to recovery and he's gonna do the exact same thing. But even when they were told and the cameras aren't rolling anymore, he's out there for revenge. He he wants to deck a fish. God help <laughs> the fish. Was...
3: He wants to deck a fish. How did you get Axel? Yeah, how did you get Axel to do it?
1: Uh Axel is dead good mates with Danny Dyer, believe it or not. It's it's a little known fact that they actually met on the set of Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men. Uh, because Axl Rose's pipes... (laughs) Axl Axl Rose's deadly pipes. Yeah, (laughs) Axl Rose's deadly pipes, considered so deadly that Danny Dyer just had to go and meet him. Uh, And they've been dead good mates ever since.
2: And what was uh, the Pigeon... Bonding over
1: Greg's sausage rolls. The Pigeon song, what was the title? Uh, That was... uh, Get the hell away from my sausage rolls. Okay, so from from Welcome to the Jungle to Get the Hell Away from My Sausage Rolls, the full yeah. discography of
3: yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: Guns Guns was Roses. it just Axl Rose then, or were, were the rest of the uh, the bands involved? Yeah, this was this was an this was an axel Rose side project because Slash is famously pro pigeon, um, which uh, was a little known fact on why <laughs> why why Guns N' Roses split up was they just got into an argument because. Axel Rose tried to kick a pigeon, and Slash was like, "Can you not?" And that he, was that.
3: How does he feel about the um, as as Danny Dyer called them, uh, the parakeets, the the Tory
1: Tory p- pigeons, pigeons? Yeah, yeah.
3: He hates them even more. He oh. hates
1: the color green. Hates it. Famous. <laughs> Again, Slash loves the color greens. Of course, so. yeah. So yeah.
3: he's not going to be happy about that. Ah, oh, see. And he also doesn't
1: not. also doesn't mind mice uh, shitting all over the gaff. Slashing, so, Slash encourages it. He's got a mouse that he just lets <laughs> run ragged around the studio. <laughs> 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 the the highlights of the insults have just wiped anything that happened in between from my mind. Was there anything in between? It Was it just a constant stream of it's, insults? It's exactly what it says on the tin. It is Danny Dyer running around London, finding animals and just slagging them off for an hour and a half. He does infiltrate a London squirrel gang at one point. Uh, so there is an element of danger um, you know, as, he, as he finds himself in the underground burrows <laughs> oh. <laughs> of the squirrel gangs. Oh, yeah. I imagine there's a lot going on there, to be fair. yeah, I mean, yeah London, but,
3: London but, squirrels know, are a bit dodgy as well, aren't they?
1: Exactly, like, you don't see any red squirrels about anymore, do you? No, mm-hmm.
3: just these fuckers exactly. that climb the trees, yep, trying to run away. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So there's, there's a pretty thrilling expose of the grey squirrel massive in, in, in this film as well. <laughs> do we think then this could be a first step into a new career path for Danny Dyer? Like, in the coming years, are we going to see The Tiger That Came? Are we going to see Planet Girth with Danny Dyer? I think Dyer? If, but, if, if there's anything we all collectively know about Danny Dyer, it's that nothing is off the cards. <laughs> because the man the man will put himself down to do the most ridiculous documentary on the planet. Next thing you know is EastEnders. Next thing you know, he's winning critical praise for his performances in a Harold Pinter play. You know, the man's an enigma. He's calling yeah. a politician a twat on... Television. Exactly, exactly. You know, nothing's off limits for Danny yeah. Dyer. He's
3: doing his game show host as well now, isn't he? Do we like? Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Do you like The Wall? He goes. The Wall. No, yeah.
1: Drop it. Drop it, you slag.
3: Yeah, you, <laughs> you, slag. <laughs> you slag. And he's actually had a podcast out as well with his daughter now.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I mean, for me, I, I, I rest my case. I've, I've heard all I need. Nim, have you got any further questions?
3: Um, I think to be honest, uh, it's ticked a lot of my boxes. I think I'd really like to get my teeth into that show if it was out.
1: Excellent.
3: Um. And yeah, I'm feeling quite good about it, so yeah, no further questions.
1: Alright then, Jack, let's see what you got, son. Here is my trailer.
4: Our planet's an amazing place. So much vibrant life in the sky, so blue. I sit on my porch with a coffee. I just think, wow, what a world. If only I had someone to explore it with. To share my passion for the world and all its beauty. Someone who's willing to take a journey and see things how they've never been seen before. Another person with a gentle soul, a relaxed disposition, and an aversion to swearing. Yeah, I think we all know this could only be one person to travel around the world with me. Looking at animals, while off her tits on drugs. Gordon Ramsay.
2: Oh, wow. Fuck me. What's that? What's that supposed to be?
4: Meow. Meow. That's a Central American Jaguar.
2: Fuck me. It looks rancid. It looks absolute fucking shit.
4: Meow.
2: Now, for the taste.
4: Gordon, I don't think you're supposed to eat the animals.
2: I barely can. It's barely been cooked. Look at that! It's got hair on it! It's fucking raw!
4: On our trip, we'll go from the depths of the ocean to the heart of the rainforest, while I do acid and ayahuasca, and Gordon pretty much... uh, pretty much sticks to cocaine.
2: Get off me, you mosquito twats! Fuck off!
4: From the primates of South Asia.
2: Ooh, 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 ooh. Wow, wow, wow! 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 Bollocks!
4: To the owls that prowl the night sky. Hoot! Twit woo! Hooty hoot!
2: Fuck off!
4: And the wolves of Siberia. Growl! Arr! Bark! Arr! Arr! Ar. Ar, ar, bark! Jesus! Ar. And the elephants of the African plains. Wow! No! To the Canadian beaver. What do they sound like? I, I don't know, uh. Wow! And the whales of our oceans.
0: Wow.
4: And finding out firsthand how the problem of climate change is affecting real people.
2: No! I don't give a fuck about your tears! The ice caps are melting, fine! I haven't had a fucking decent meal since I've been here! Disgrace!
4: And we embrace and fully ingratiate ourselves into the local society.
2: Oh, my God, what's that? It's like a haunted testicle.
4: Gordon, that's a woman.
2: Oh, fuck me.
4: Wilson and Ramsay beating around the bush.
2: Oh, very, wow. very good. I mean,
1: <laughs> I didn't actually end up picking why do I hate this, but I think it must have stayed with me in some yeah. way because because <laughs> yeah. uh, Gordon's not happy. Gordon's <laughs> living. Speaking of Gordon Ramsay, um, I'm just going to... Just just going to play devil's advocate here. Just, yeah. I, I do remember Sir David Attenborough explicitly saying <laughs> it was just Owen Wilson that you could call in a favour for narration, however it did feel that Owen Wilson was the, doing the narration and Gordon Ramsay was just kind of there, well, swearing um, at animals.
3: <laughs> and eating them. Uh,
1: and well, eating them. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I see your point, I understand where you're coming from, however... Mm-hmm. What I would say is that uh, it's somewhat difficult to try and convey a nature documentary when the animals and the only other person narrating it have the same voice.
2: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I suppose. I just, I'd be, I'd be really worried about incurring the wrath of Sir David. I mean, mm. this this man is the golden standard of of documentaries, and he is very clear in his guidelines. So, well. are you not concerned that? This might ruin his reputation. Oh,
3: yeah, his reputation as well. Mm-hmm.
1: If I can cope with being around uh, Gordon Ramsay after having taken an entire bag of cocaine in the Amazon rainforest, then I have little to worry about or fear from the rest of the world, to be honest. I've, I've, I've stared into hell, and I've made it. <laughs> so, so, David... So, yeah, let's,
3: let's let's talk about the
1: drug use there, Jack. Um, yeah. So, what?
0: Why?
3: <laughs> I mean, I can I can see Owen Wilson doing it. Um, so What, yeah. what, what, what do you think? Because uh, yeah. Gordon Ramsay has actually done uh, quite a few programs against drugs. So, how oh, did you did persuade he? him to um, get on to doing it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should change my trailer. In <laughs> retrospect. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Nim's bust this wide open.
3: Yeah, I'm just wondering how you've got hmm. him to do it. I mean, I'm just wondering in case he's had his own personal issues and maybe he's turned to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just trying to help you here, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> hmm,
1: well, I haven't helped myself, clearly, have I? Maybe. Uh, well, maybe. I, well, let, let's put it this way. Maybe... It was a generalisation on TV chefs. Uh, well, ah. not TV chefs, just chefs in general. You know, being in a in a commercial um, kitchen can be quite a stressful job. Uh, late Gosh. hours. And sometimes yeah. you need a little pick-me-up to get you through a shift. Um, just, a and... <laughs> <laughs> just a casual bag of
2: cocaine.
1: Just a casual bag of cocaine, along with a, a succulent Chinese meal. And... <laughs> Gordon's face, <laughs> and and you know maybe maybe I'll go back and change my trailer with this new information. Are you uh, Jack? Are you at all concerned about any potential backlash on inferring that the entire food industry <laughs> is dependent on Class A, <laughs> A drugs in order to do their jobs? Uh, I'm less worried about that than having made Gordon Ramsay do cocaine, uh, with having done little to no research on the man. <laughs> Aside from the fact that he gets angry on Hell's Kitchen.
3: So, yeah. oh, do you know I what? For
1: Hell's once, for once, I feel like I don't have to come up with anything to <laughs> pick holes in your film because you've blown your own film wide open, mate. So,
3: I'm going to sit yeah. back and relax. I was very, very excited to have Gordon Ramsay in yours. As soon as I heard his voice, I thought, oh, because I'm a massive Gordon fan. I love him. But the uh, turn drugs, interesting. I wonder if Owen Wilson is responsible, actually, because he wanted to do acid with someone. So I wonder if yes, he spiked he he... Gordon, and Gordon has, has done the drugs unwillingly. That might be it.
1: Yes, that that would certainly help my case, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, al- that and along with going back in time and uh, re- doing any research, I think probably would have would have also would have also helped uh, helped here. <laughs> And of course, you know, the, the risk of a libel lawsuit from the Wilson estate because you've implied that Ellen Wilson spite Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't worry about it too much. I'll make sure I edit this one and there'll just be big redacted right. sections. Uh, part yeah. of my trailer will just have a large beep over it. Well, Nim, I yes. have no further questions for Jack. What about yourself?
3: Um, Well, actually, you know, I've got a, a compliment. I've got to say I do love the amount of animals that... um all sounded really uh, a surprise at all times. Uh, they were really, really good. Um, particularly, we, I liked the primates and the, uh, the whale. Yeah, really he, yeah good. He's,
1: do, he's done some of his finest work as Owen Wilson. Yeah, in this he, yeah, he's done some research, thankfully. Yeah, so. I just wish we all had. <laughs> okay, so Nim, you've heard both our trailers now. So now, as a final bit of fighting from the two of us we're yeah. going to move on to the pitch fight so this is okay. where we're both going to take 30 seconds each uninterrupted um to really 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 sell you our film
3: Perfect.
1: and prove that we are the worthy winners so is there either of us you'd like to hear from first
3: um well i think jack needs a little bit of time to think about this uh yeah, i I'm need to give think him about a-
1: whether i'm going to argue
3: for it or not. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give him a few a little bit of extra time so i'll okay. go for you matt you can go first okay
1: cool Well, in that case, three, two, one. Nim, you love Danny Dyer. You said it yourself. This is right up your street. This is the content you're after. Axl Rose, Danny Dyer, the most ambitious crossover since Avengers, mate. It's got no drugs in it, no celebrities going down a spiral they don't want to recover from. It's got animals, it's got an expose. On a massive conspiracy regarding grey gray, gray, <laughs> squirrels. And that is why I think I deserve the title of Mockbusters.
3: Oh, brilliant. That was perfect time. Hey, Thank Jack. Thank you. What you okay, got, cool.
1: mate? Yeah, I've, uh, I've I've formulated a clear and cohesive argument now for my trailer. Perfect. So you're going to hear that shortly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. To the entire Ramsey estate, I'd like to apologise uh, <laughs> For uh, a poorly researched and, uh, quite frankly, uh, ins- insensitive foray into the world of uh, eating animals while on hardcore drugs, I do not uh, wish to continue <laughs> with with that line of questioning or pursue any further uh, filmmaking endeavours. I will be retiring uh, with immediate effects. <laughs> time. <laughs>
3: Ah, two very good pictures. Two very good pictures. <laughs> I
1: Ready. don't think there's much thinking needing to be done here. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Nim. Mm-hmm. In season two, episode four of Mockbusters, which film have you decided is taking home the title of Mockbuster?
3: It was a hard decision. Um... <laughs> But I have gone for, why do I hate this? Thank God. Get in. Thank God. Yours was still very, very good. um, But I just feel like you tipped the scale on the anger and the rage there on that side in your trailer, Matt. um, And it was no East Midlands involved in this. It was just sheer talent on both Just sheer
1: quality content. Sheer is is <laughs> quality that is. content. I, I could not agree more. <laughs> a, wor- a worthy winner. I can't believe there is a scene in mine where Danny Dyer boots a hedgehog through a window and that's still less controversial <laughs> yes. than Came up with? Okay, uh, on a serious note, Nim, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's been an absolute pleasure. So let's have your socials, love. Where can we find you? Where can we find the podcast?
3: Um, The podcast is on BBC Sounds under the um, Asian Network branch. But even if you just go on BBC Sounds and search, but where are you really from? It will come up with uh, the podcast. We've got 12 episodes for you to listen to. And uh, my Instagram is at Nimisha dot odedra. Nimesha dot But um I think if you just type Nimodedra I come up anyway. Um,
1: so thank you guys so much. For there you coming. go. No worries. And Jack, do you want to plug our socials? Yes. So if you've uh, enjoyed what you've heard, not specifically <laughs> in this episode, but in other <laughs> ones, less controversial episodes, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, it's always really appreciated and it helps us out so much. You can find us on the socials at Mockbusters Pod on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to send us any suggestions, you can DM us on all those platforms. And also, you can send us an email on mockbusterspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I've been Matty Biddulph. I've been Jack Ayres. And we've been joined
2: by...
3: Nimitia Dedra. Thanks, Nim.